1: Hey, welcome to today's program, episode 45 of Live Mike. I'm Leland Sparrow, and I missed you. I missed you yesterday, uh, but you were in uh, trusty and hardworking and competent hands. In, uh, the guest hosts of yesterday, so I'm grateful to them, and I'm grateful to you for tuning back in today. Let me tell you, the list of topics we're going to cover today is probably one of the longer lists we have had on this program thus far. We're going to start with elections here in the state of Utah. Today is day one of early voting. That means uh, you can get out there and start casting your primary ballots uh, today. You need to know a few things before we can do that. In just a moment, we're going to be speaking to the director of elections for the state of Utah, Justin Lee. Before we get to Mr. Lee, though, let me tell you uh, some of the things coming up on on today's program. We're going to be speaking uh, just after 2 o'clock to Melanie Herring. Uh, you, you might recognize that name. She is a Tooele County resident. Her husband, John, was the first Utahan with a confirmed case of coronavirus. Well, she's back in the United States, but right now is quarantined at Travis Air Force Base in California. We're going to be speaking to her over the phone as she sits in quarantine, as well as while her husband, John, sits in Japan in quarantine still today. Uh, they're are some developments on that front uh, that have happened uh, over this past weekend and we're going to share those with you while we speak with Mrs. Herring over the phone as well uh, a, a story that has just absolutely broken my heart uh, and it has to do with boy scouts you've heard throughout the morning our coverage here on KSL News Radio that the Boy Scouts of America has filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy it uh, breaks my heart uh, i was raised as a boy scout to be prepared And it was an instruction given to me by my scout leaders, uh, a motto that I repeated each scout meeting, be prepared for anything you face. And I think that's maybe the Boy Scouts of America themselves ought to have been better prepared uh, for the the circumstance they're facing now. We're going to go through that a little bit later. I'm going to share some of my experiences and some thoughts and also some of the words uh, and letters being sent out by Boy Scouts of America right now. They have some explanations. They want you to be clear on a few things. I'll share all that with you later on in the program. Right now, though, we're speaking. Speaking with Justin lee director of elections here for the state of utah sir how are you i'm doing well thanks for having me thank you uh, i'm grateful to you for taking some time uh, i've got you on the line here to explain to folks what is early vote voting uh, why they ought use that option and what they need to know as they try to engage it
2: yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're two weeks out from the presidential primary from Super Tuesday, uh, which is exciting because we haven't had a Super Tuesday here in Utah before. So it's a big deal. Um, and voting is going on already. Um, ballots were sent out to voters uh, last week. So many voters already have those in hand. Some of the voters have already voted those ballots. And then beginning today, voters have an opportunity to actually go in person um, and vote at physical locations if that's where they'd like to vote.
1: You have a a website where folks can uh, punch in their address and such. What's that website? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Vote.Utah.gov. That's vote.Utah.gov. Go put in your address, and you can find out... Early voting locations, you can actually track your ballot if you're voting through the mail, uh, which, you know, most people are doing now. Um, you know, or if you need to just check your party registration, find out, you know, why didn't I get a ballot, um, you know, should I have gotten a ballot, which ballot can I vote on, all the information is there at vote.utah.gov.
1: One little trivial observation I made this morning while I was surfing around your website is that you also there provide information on all the candidates, not just their names and their party affiliation, but there are certain documents that these candidates uh, need to fill out, and you have those available for folks to review. I, as I sit right here, I'm looking at the uh, 2020 Utah presidential primary election declaration of candidacy for Pete Buttigieg, who spoke to a group just last night. And it's it's incredible. It has uh, his own signature there. It's got a stamp from the state of Indiana. Uh, it's got a stamp here uh, from the lieutenant governor's office. As it was received, it talks about the different requirements that uh, a candidate must fulfill, their age and residency and such, uh, plus their filing fee. And anyway, it's just a neat document uh, for folks like me who get uh, kind of interested in the behind-the-scenes stuff as well. Uh, the document includes certification by the party. Here in Utah, so it's not just information on how to early vote and the deadlines uh, in Utah's primary elections this year, but also information on all the candidates.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Everything we do here at the elections office, we want to make sure is you know as transparent as possible. People can see the same documents we're seeing. Um, you know, people always wonder is there you know something special and secret you guys have up there that nobody else is seeing, and there's really not um uh, we want all the information to be out there you know so people can make the best decisions they can best informed decisions about these candidates where they come from what their platforms are have they done anything correctly
1: L- let me ask you this you, you mentioned Utah for the first time participating in Super Tuesday on March 3rd uh, next month well, what's that mean for Utah well, what's the process to get us uh, on that place in the calendar well, what's it what's been the experience in your office
2: you know it's it's very interesting um basically the legislature sets the date for our presidential primary. Um, and you know, if we want to roll back to, you know, say two thousand twelve, we heard our presidential primary, held our presidential primary on the same date as the regular primary in June. That puts us, you know, at the very end of the process. The decision's kind of been made at that point. We know who the, the nominee is, is likely going to be. Um moving us earlier in the process means, you know, there's still a lot of candidates on the ballot and there's a lot of decisions left to be made. Um and under the party rules, there are certain states like New Hampshire and Iowa that they get to go earlier. Um, but we're really on the earliest date that uh, most states can participate in a presidential primary or caucus uh, to begin that delegate allocation process.
1: There are countless factors that motivate folks to turn out and vote and voter participation numbers if we are able to somehow if possible uh in our minds wipe aside all the politics and some of the issues is there an excitement do you anticipate an uptick in voter participation uh in this primary as we now are voting alongside the other super tuesday states i know that the the prominence of iowa and new hampshire are really uh, a creation of the of the media really and their placement on the calendar uh, but it's really just an opportunity to get excited is there a new or different excitement that might motivate other folks uh, Folks, to get out this March third,
2: you know I, I think there is. I'm knowing the word this early in the process, and knowing that there's only one race you've got to vote on the ballot. Um, you know, when you get to November, there's a lot of races on the ballot, and you know people still vote that ballot at very high rates. Here, there's one race, um, and it's it's you know kind of hard to miss information about the presidential candidates. You know, there's there's ads and there's lots of information. So I think it does make it exciting. It puts us early in the process, um, and and people could should do whatever they want. Um, one thing I'll say is. Although there's two weeks till the election, you know, voting early um, is just going to save the voter time. You know, go vote early. You won't have to wait in any lines on election day. You know, vote your ballot in the mail, and that'll just save you time and allow you to participate in the process.
1: Give us the website once more where folks can find their information.
2: Vote.Utah.gov for all your election needs.
1: Justin Lee, Director of Elections for the state of Utah. Sir, I'm grateful to you. Hey, thanks very much. Good luck to you today. Uh, so that's Justin Lee giving us all the information we need. Vote at utah.gov. You can find out where you will be voting, uh, where you have the option of early voting today, day uh, being day one of in-person early voting. Uh, and, you know, you can register to vote at any early voting location. Uh, that, though, will cause you to cast a provisional uh, ballot. Anyway, that's what's going on today. And the reason I bring it up, obviously, is the the calendar. And also, there are a number of candidates who are now making themselves uh, formally introduced to uh, Utahns. We heard yesterday that Mayor Pete Buttigieg was uh, giving a, a speech and delivering that before thousands of supporters here in the state of Utah. Later on in the program, we're going to walk through some of the things he had to say. He spoke about Mitt Romney, and he talked about uh, some of the support and some of the, the common ground that he feels between himself and Mitt Romney, while also pointing out the, an overwhelming majority of issues where they probably find a good deal of daylight between them. But he did point out uh, and made mention of the, the senator, so we'll share some of those comments later on. Also, I wanted to tell you, we don't have a ton of information right now, but uh, Mike Bloomberg... Uh, former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who has qualified for Wednesday night's debate, will be the day after that debate in Nevada here in the state of Utah. Not sure when, not sure what time or anything like that, uh, but we've been trying to reach out to the campaign and get a better understanding of where he'll be addressing Utahns uh, so we can share that with you. Maybe for luck we'll even speak to the candidate uh, here and you can ask him uh, some questions yourself. That's all uh, coming up later on this week. That's why we have the attention being paid right now to elections here in the state of utah next up next segment we're going to be speaking to a new friend of mine representative Corey malloy he is a legislator up on utah's capitol hill he has a piece of legislation dealing with background checks firearms Uh, we're going to talk all about that share with you the details next up here on live Mike, i'm lee lonsberry and this is ksl news radio